all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back. Here we go again. So happy to be back with you guys. It's just me today. And uh, I know we've had a lot of uh, mixing it up around here lately. And uh, so it feels feels good to just be sitting here looking at... Uh, looking at my awesome tapestries in my studio as I talk to myself in uh, into this microphone that will ultimately find its way to your ears and hearts, hopefully. Ah, I have a review I'm going to start off with. This one came in on iTunes from D. Fabs. D. Fabs said, enlightening, enlivening, and embiggening. <laughs> um... It's I like that word. I've never heard that one. Embiggening. It's amazing how often what's being said on the Positive Head podcast is just what I need to hear at that moment. This podcast is a mental clearing for positivity and for focusing and uncovering what matters to you. Positive Head brings me focus on the path and let go of some of the mental helps to let go of some of the mental clutter. The topics and guests are inspiring, empowering, and authentically connected with our shared humanity. In just the past few months, I found great value in reading from oneness, excerpts from Eckhart Tolle, Sonia Sophia's tapping sessions, and in other guest interviews. Good to hear what people are creating out there in the world, which inspires my own creativity. This is a great resource for those who are pulling, who are pulling for new ways to live and connect in this precious world. Thank you for keeping us positive heads filled up. Oh, thank you, DFABs, for taking the time to uh, fill me up and to complete the circle of love I'm putting out into the world and all the contributors, amazing contributors are putting out into the world. Uh, it's so true. It's like inspiration begets inspiration. Once you see something, feel something that inspires you, take that as a cue. Take that as like, what is that stirring in you? It's stirring a part of yourself that resonates with that. So often people will look at others and see like, oh, I don't have that. And I've been, I've been talking about that a lot lately because it's something that really feels like it needs to, to permeate um, the consciousness and needs to get out there. So I'm going to keep talking about it. And that is every time you bump up against someone else that you're inspired by, that you're like, have those old paradigm feelings of, I don't have that. I wish I had that. Um, 
you know, I'm not like that. They're great. I'm, they're better. They're whatever, you know? We all know that feeling. We've all had it. We've all been there. Well, I'm challenging you all to take that, turn that story into, ooh, look at this beautiful soul coming into my awareness, whether on my Facebook feed or in person, or I heard about through a friend, whatever. The reason they're coming into your vibrational zone is because you're such a close reflection with that energy, it's mirroring itself back to you, right? So that's some part of your extended consciousness. It doesn't mean you're necessarily going to do the exact same thing that they're doing, right? Maybe there's some incredible um, singer and, you know, your voice isn't uh, really, you're not cut out to be, you know, the next, um, you know, big pop star or whatever. Um, it, it still is the essence of the, of what's underlying that talent, that inspiration, that, that joyous vibe that you get from their, their emanations, their vocalizations. That is something that is a reflection of you, right? So you may, it may show up for you in putting words to pen to paper or, it may show up in some some great service that you do that is just uh, a resonance um, vibrationally of uh, that underlying joy. And so I want you all to start considering that. Let's tell that's the new story. This competition, you know, comparison energy. It's time for us to lay that one to rest. Thank you. You've served us well. We appreciate you, um, but we don't need you any longer. We see the truth. We see we've we've uh, upgraded our own perspectives and views to see what's really going on. These are uh, reflections of self, not something that should make us feel less or small, right? We're playing big from now on. So, all right. Got that out of the way. <laughs> That'll be coming back around. That one's not going away, actually. Um, so I want to touch on this racial issue that has circled the show a few times now over the last six months, year. I find it uh, not to be a coincidence that uh, while I was gone and Erica, Dr. Erica Middlemiss was running the show with the help of um, Paris and Nixie and, and of course, Alexa uh, as well. It, uh, you know, there came in a review that touched on the race thing. And of course, Erica and I um, went down this path, I don't know, six, nine months ago or so. And it caused a bit of a stir. And I did multiple shows talking about this whole racial tension, you know, um, issue that wants to be dealt with, that that comes up again and again. And of course, she read that review. um, And I'll I'll reread it now. For those of you who didn't catch that episode, um, just to kind of um, touch on what happened. And, and of course, I'll give my feedback uh, to the reviewer. I feel like it's one that needs to be revisited here. So uh, Brown New York Witch or NY Witch um, said, such a relief. I discovered this podcast upon returning from doing intensive spiritual work in South America. What a blessing. I was so, so relieved to find it since it has been tremendously supportive and insightful through my ascension process. The content is wonderful. My only suggestion, I would love to hear more spiritual leaders of color being represented and interviewed on the show. I can send some names of great teachers if you're interested. All right. So that was the review that Erica read, um, you know, what? last week or the week before, and then a lot of people uh, were not pleased with her response. Uh, I'll be uh, very honest, guys. I've been so busy. I've not listened to that episode or 
um, the, the follow up where she went to to further clarify. I know that happened, but uh, it's very rare for me to listen to these shows. Um, making the time to record them uh, is is enough with all the other things that I'm juggling. And so um, I, I do know uh, from reading on the Positive Heads Facebook group, which, by the way, if you're not there, please get on there and connect with all the other amazing P heads. I, I do know from what I read on some of these threads, you know, uh, her response was, oh, this person's in their ego, right? And they felt like it was a, and I didn't hear the rest of it, but it, they felt like it was an insensitive uh, response. And um, so uh, what I will say is, I know this is a very, very sensitive issue. And I also know Erica and Erica's energy, you know, and I'm sure she made the point as she's made in the past, you know, she has a child with, you know, a black man. And, you know, um, so some people felt like also I read that that she was using that sort of as a as a cop out for her her response. Now, knowing Erica the way I do and as well as I do, um, I know she can Erica can be a little bit. She's not, she's not, uh, always the most, uh, she, she's very like strong with her words sometimes. And I think she did come back and I at least saw uh, some response somewhere. I can't remember where, where she said, I wish I had chosen that differently. So, um, here's the thing. Uh, you know, I believe it happened for a reason. I believe this is always an opportunity for everyone's growth, including her. So all the feedback she got good and bad is doing what for her? What do you guys think? She is, I do believe her intention, I know her intention is very, very pure and good and she wants to serve and she she means well. Now, if she was uh, a little insensitive in that moment, um, do you think she is uh, now having the opportunity to grow from it, from the feedback? I would think she is, right? And uh, are the people that were triggered by her response having an opportunity for growth? I would say they are. And so, you know, if we can start bringing that awareness to every topic, you know, uh, seeing, hey, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're all perfectly imperfect. We're all growing. You're going to you're going to probably if you haven't already hear me say something at some point where uh, I maybe uh, cause a, something to be triggered in you or offend you or whatever. And those are always just if you can really take into consideration that all of these props in your movie, these characters are there to uh help dig out blockages in some way. So if she triggered you on that, it doesn't mean, I'm not saying she's, she's wasn't insensitive. Um, I, I, like I said, I know she can be kind of like very, uh, kind of curse with her words, kind of, you know, firm and, you know, whatever. And I think she, she regretted that, um, from what I've assessed without having listened to all, all the episodes. So, um, you know, most importantly is how do we always bring it back to ourselves? How do we look at, she's got her work to do and that work is being done and, you know, everything that went down from that, all the responses and reactions that went down from that, now she is assessing herself. She is, and it's causing some sort of growth in her. I'm sure it is. And uh, that's the same thing that everyone on the other end of the, the, the spectrum needs to do. It always comes back to, hmm, why is this happening for me? What is this showing me about myself? This this reflection, this person, you know, choosing to, you know, some people are like, that's why I don't listen to any more daily episodes. Or I had people in the past, I don't listen to your show anymore by it because of the way you reacted to this topic or spoke about this topic. And, you know, 
at one, on one hand, that's perfect too. On another hand, from another perspective, it's somewhat unfortunate because it's like, we're all people here just trying to figure it out together. And what is the underlying intent of each one of us? None of us are going to grab the mic and we're so golden. We don't ever say something that is uh, off-putting or rubs you wrong. And I would actually say, as, as Rumi talks about, if you are irritated by every rub, how will your mirror be polished? He said, and that's the thing is you are going to get irritated. You are going to be triggered sometimes. And, um, let's, uh, really be as loving as we can be to the, both the triggerer to yourself as the person being triggered. And let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, to certainly to throw this show out because of me ever saying something that's a little off-putting or um, any any other guest, you know, I, that that seems a, a little extreme on one hand. On the other, you know, everything's perfect. So it's, you know, I just want that to be considered. Um, you know, as far as what um, you said here, Brown NY Witch, um, you know, certainly I have, you know, have had people on of color. Actually, the person who's been on the most, Sevan Bomar, uh, three times. Well, now Derek Rydell as well. Um, Sevan was like one of my very favorites. He's so incredible. I, you know, I, I had him on three different times and uh, and we'll have him on again. And I highly recommend you guys checking him out. That's just one example that comes to mind. I know David Sanapas was on recently. Preston Smiles is coming up. Um, I've reached out to a lot of prominent people with color. Uh, some of the, the more prominent people and you know i can think of one off the top of my head who had said they would schedule and then didn't and you know others that uh just didn't respond or declined or whatever and and that's all good i'll tell you this my intention when i'm reaching out i don't even think about it doesn't even cross my mind if they're male female you know black white brown yellow green alien actually i i I do maybe maybe i'm a little biased to to aliens if i can ever find one of those i definitely uh would prefer to bring on an alien you know got to keep it interesting around here but seriously you know it's not even a consideration i literally will um just in actually erica helps me to book uh, as my booking manager I'll just say, oh, this person came across my feed. I heard something that I like. Go get them, you know? And it's never a, a thought about this sort of thing. Now, I can take this reviewer and look, you know, just from the name, um, Brown and Why Witch, there's a lot of identification with uh, color. And I'm not saying that's wrong or right. Um, uh, it's it's fine. It's perfect, right? But it's it's not something that I'm personally doing so i just want that to be known i'm I'm not it's just not it's just sort of a uh, a non-issue for me in a good way and i would encourage anyone out there listening to 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 find their way to that spot as much as possible too because as we know where attention goes energy flows if we're focused on the separation piece that's out there and there's no shortage of it happening out there no shortage of racial tension divisiveness all those things they're there waiting for you to to give them attention and they will reflect back to you all day long and upset you and disrupt and you know all those things but i think of you know the buckminster fuller quote uh, you never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete, right? How oh, that resonates so deeply with me. Any of you out there who don't like what they're seeing when it's race, with all this racial tension and stuff that's out there, how do we come together, those of us who truly are so deeply well-intended and, and, and truly are seen beyond the 
ridiculous idea of region of our ancestors or pigment in our skin. That's all it's a reflection of, right? Um, and, and we, it's just like, it's laughable that these, these barriers have kept us apart, really, right? It's like, it's like such a joke to those of us who understand, um, you know, who and what we are. We are literally the same consciousness in, in different bodies. And so when you know that, how do we focus on building a new model that makes that existing model with all the separation obsolete? You know, to me, it's, it's focusing on how do we build? How do we come together? How do we build? How do we come together? How do we move to a place where, um, you know, and, and granted, it's, it's probably much easier for me to get to that place of, I don't even think about it, right? When I'm reaching out for a guest or whatever, it's just like it's just not something that's a big part of my my uh, world. Thinking about these these issues, um, and granted, that has probably been a, a much more easy place for me to arrive at as a white male, right? So, any of you who are uh, you know a black female or you know uh, an Asian you know, transsexual, um, whatever it is that's different, that's, you know, you maybe have had, you have a, a more of a journey to get to the place of, it's just not something I'm, I, I even, I'm just seeing the souls. I'm just seeing the souls. I'm just focusing on the souls that, you know, and if you had a, a, a harder journey to get to that place of it's just like not even taking up any of your bandwidth because you're so in love with yourself and all the souls and reflections that are coming up and you're focused on building this that and and ex- expanding that energy because maybe it was harder for you to get there through you know not being born as a white male um i feel like that's going to become a strength for you it becomes even makes you even more powerful of a um you know, of a pawn in our, you know, collective, um, light army, right? Those of us light workers who are coming to bring healing, you have, you've got a n- new strength because you were, you were, you went through a, 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 a trickier navigation to get to that place. And so that's, that's really what I want everyone to focus on. You are the lead actor, actress, director in your own private movie, right? Um, and with that, anything that you focus on, it's all coming through you. So, you know, what are you, what do you want to see more of? There is no out there, out there. There is no world that exists um, other than the world that you're co-creating with your vibration. It's truly how I view everything now. It's like, you know, I am the focal point of, of source consciousness, the fractal, the, the a drop out of the ocean, but the whole ocean is in the drop that I am, right? And that goes for you too. And we're all that. We're all center points of um, source consciousness where everything is swirling around us. We're, we're the center of our own private universe. Every human, every event is all some reflection of some part of you. So what part of you do you want to call in more? You want to see all the, the racial divide and all that stuff disappear? What's the best way to do it? Fighting it or moving into a state of unity consciousness within yourself and then watching the reflections that pop into your world. Those things will just kind of begin to fall away on their own, not from us resisting them, 
because what we resist persists, right? But by moving into a new vibration, and all of a sudden, be, since you're sitting in the in the in the you know driver's seat of your own private universe, all of a sudden you'll look around and say, "Whoa, oh, I remember that thing. There used to be this racial divide, but everywhere I look now, it's like healing, 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 love. All colors are merging into one." And wow, I didn't even really you know have to do anything except for move into a new vibration. That's how you move into the new earth. That's how you become you know from this moment. I believe there is all sorts of timelines of reality. There's versions of dystopian destruction and climate change destruction and, you know, pain and death. I believe that exists. I believe there's also the heaven on earth scenario. And I believe people listening to this have a choice which one they privately step into with their vibration because the source is so infinite. It has infinite versions of, of the movie that it can play out for you. Right. If you can think of it as, you know, truly like your higher self is sitting there meditating and, and, and projecting this whole world and you are the center point and everything else is just a prop in that vision that your higher self is having, having every person, every event, every place, you know, you are it. You're the only one here. And if you can really resonate with that, how do you fix it? Become what you want to see next. That's how. All right. Gosh, I love you guys. All of you, short, tall, fat, black, white, extraterrestrial. I might have a little more love for those. <laughs> We're all extraterrestrials probably. <laughs> so I love you all equally. You are all so amazing. I do have a, um, a clip I want to I want to play here that's really, it's, kinda, it's short and powerful. Uh, I found this on the Murtaga uh, YouTube page. It's uh, Race, Racism, and Abraham. Take a listen. And are you refreshed? Yes. Good. Now what? You've been talking to one another, haven't you? <laughs> On the aisle here. Stand if you think it's you. You are the one. Oh, they're too happy. Go back. Oh. <laughs> Hello. I have a pretty good life. Um, I grew up in a pretty rough circumstances in, in Boston and kind of a very racially divided time and a very racially divided city, kind of with a lot of almost deadly violence, but I was able to maneuver myself through it um, and grow up and be an adult and live. Um, Is that a rare thing? <laughs> No, it's not a rare thing, but it's, uh, it's the basis of my question is, this is such an incredible country. I live in New York, which is such an incredible city. It is so racially diverse. I have, I have every kind of friend you can imagine. I have every kind of sexuality, every kind of nationality, religions. Like, we all kind of live in this big melting pot but we don't melt to, to melt together and we just get so much out of each other even we are welcome there even we <laughs> <laughs> and come on down do a seminar in New York City I think it would be amazing 
It's a date. Okay. All right. All right. Um, when, when I was sitting here and talking to you and being in this chair and being in this room, there is there's such a great energetic coalescence. You know what I mean? It's, we're, we're, we're all one, but we're all different at the same time. Um, we are specifically different, but generally same. Yeah. We are vibrationally same. Okay. It's the vibrational sameness that makes for comfort. It's the specific difference that makes for expansion. Hmm. That's great. <laughs> so great. You all said, yeah, I'll go. I'll sign on for another lifetime. I'll be diverse in my specifics and same in my core. I'll participate and help all that is expand and I'll love every minute of it. That's what you said. Hmm. Yet, there are elements, people, instances, and I think I'm, I'm thinking specifically of this guy Trayvon Martin in Florida, which to me was a, a, a horrible tragedy of people looking at each other and misjudging each other based on skin color and appearance. And well, what it comes down to, there will always be those who misunderstand the goodness that they are. And the more outside the goodness that you are, the worse you feel. And the worse you feel when you are outside the goodness that you are, the worse you behave. It just comes down to that. There are two basic kinds of people in the vortex and not in the vortex. And everyone is both at one time or another. The only variable is, or the only thing really worth talking about is, how frequently am I out or how frequently am I in? What's the true, what represents the dominant basis? What's my dominant point of attraction? And what happens with so many people, if you could just mind your own business, if you could just tend to your own vibration and let law of attraction fill in the grid rather than attempting to fill in your own grid, the majority of the world is outside the vortex measuring behaviors and manifestations and making effort to control the world through inhibiting or encouraging behavior rather than tending to vibration that is at the core. And once you get hold of that concept, doesn't it make you want to just leave all that other stuff that you've picked up on your physical trail behind and just do what you know works? Just radiate a signal, no longer trying to control things through words or through rules or through laws. Just hold steady to the vibration that is you and then just let law of attraction sort it out. Let law of attraction fill in the grid. And you let your evidence of your alignment be measured by the way your grid fills in. And if the grid's filling in in unpleasant ways, then find a different grid. And if that grid still fills in in unpleasant ways, then find a different grid. But take responsibility for the grid that you're offering. And no longer need somebody else to be different in order to, for you to feel better. Because that kind of need for control will drive you nuts because they're uncontrollable.
You see, in the general, you get that. It's just in the specifics that it makes you crazy. Because when you look at some specific thing that you pick out and you say, but look at that. On every level, that is wrong. And every one of us agrees that that is wrong. And we say, yes. And every one of you who is in agreement that that is wrong in that moment are using that as your basis for vibration, are using that as your, vibra- your point of attraction. And that's why you fear it so much. That's why you abhor it so much. That's why you then want to take action to squish it or squash it, to, to repel it, to get rid of it. But you, you can't push hard enough against unwanted things to make them go away. They just stick like glue to you. You have no recourse. All you can do is live through it, and, it, and you did, and acknowledge what you now prefer, and then do your best to align to that new preference and teach through the clarity of your example. So many powerful points made here. When we, when we reg- resonate with that vibrational sameness, that's comfort. It feels really good. The specific differences, those are the opportunities for expansion. So this racial thing, great opportunity for expansion. All the triggers on from people, that be wise enough to see your opportunity for expansion in it. She said the more outside of goodness that people are, the worse they feel. And then the worse they behave. Everyone's acting rational based off their view of the world. If we can understand that, it's never personal. These people are just that are acting out that you're you're triggered by or, you know, think of neo-Nazis and things like that. They feel awful. They're they're outside of goodness. So they're behaving badly. They, They, you know, from the ultimate perspective, it's like, feel sorry for them. They're hurting, right? It's like they're really, really hurting, and it's why they're, they're completely disconnected from the love that you have found your way to. Don't let them take you out of this, this um, beautiful, beautiful thing that you're finding. Don't let them, you know, they're there to test you. They're going to try. Are you going to let them trigger you and take you out of your, your joy? She said, look, really, there's only two kinds of people, those in the vortex and those outside the vortex. And what she means by that is when you're in connected to higher self, the way higher self sees things, um, understanding it's all happening perfectly as it should to create the next for every soul to to experience the next greatest and grandest version of itself for it to work out its muscles to become more. When you understand that you're in the vortex, when you're judging something and uh, judging, you know, the process of that, you're outside the vortex. And we've all been in both one time or another. I was outside the vortex for a little bit yesterday, stressing about something. Oh, guess what? No problem. I see it. Brandon, navigate your way back. You're feeling bad. That's like the speed bumps on the side of the road to when you're drifting asleep that indicators to let you know, hey, wake up. You're out of alignment. Get back into the vortex. It's okay if you're out of the vortex. It's okay if you've been triggered by Erica or the rest of the world or anyone out there. Uh, That's Beautiful. Great. It's an indicator. How do we find our way back to the, the road, the smooth sailing seas, right? The middle of the road, not off uh, running into the bushes on the side of the road. She, and she says it here so, so well. If you could just tend to your own vibration, mind your own business, let law of attraction fill in the grid, grid instead of trying to fill it in yourself. What she's saying, you know, you can either go within or you can either look within or look with outside. And if you're ever reacting onto the things outside, you've missed the boat because all the source is within you. So go within, focus on your own vibration, watch all that stuff 
uh, fill in that that will reflect back uh, what it is you want to see more of in the world. Not measuring behaviors and making efforts to control the world rather than tending to your own vibration, right? It's just, and it's understandable. It's a very alluring, uh, you know, bait to take, right? We think there there is no out there, out there. Hello, there, it doesn't exist. You've been tricked. And it's a, it's a clever trick that you did to yourself so that you could have this empowering realization that you have the power to change it all from within yourself, not by reacting or acting on anything external of yourself. And then you let the measure of your alignment be calculated how your grid fills in, she said. And, and she also made a great point here. You know, a lot of times people get this stuff in the general. You bring in specifics like this racial thing and that, that makes people crazy, right? It's like this is a great example of one that is so highly charged in our society. And um, so all of this, I could talk about all of this and you'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you bring it to some specific or let's say you bring it to, you know, uh, sexuality or, you know, how, um, you know, people are treated who are um you know, uh, transvestites or transsexual or whatever, all the different, uh, things out there that, that are charged for people. It's like, hold on. All of a sudden I'm like triggered and uh, it all made perfect sense until you apply it to this thing that really triggers me. And then I'm completely thrown out of the vortex and there's a lot of injustice in the world, right? That's, that's your opportunity. When you're feeling that way, really check in with yourself. You're getting an opportunity to upgrade to the next greatest and grandest version of yourself. If you keep taking that bait, you keep uh, staying outside of the vortex, you're going to keep getting these things to trigger you until you get, you know, you pick up the phone, you get the message, you see where, where, where it's trying to lead you. And the fact that you're tuning into this right now means you are so ready to make that shift. So congratulations, you're there. You're right there. We're there. We're doing it together. And I'm so proud of you. And you should be so proud of yourself. You know, she says, you can't push hard enough against unwanted things to make them go away. They stick like glue. What you resist persists, guys. I mean, that's just the way it works. You know, Wayne Dyer said that. You can't be poor enough to help the poor people. Um, you know, you can't, being abundant and being in love and, and, and taking down the barriers within yourself is the key to seeing them fall external of you in your own private movie, your own private universe that you are in at this moment. Whatever you've been through, and I know a lot of you have been through very difficult things uh, pertaining to this topic even that I can't even begin to relate to and uh, because I haven't. And uh, for that, I acknowledge you. I honor you. I love you. You lived through it. Now, do your best to align to what your new preference is. What do you want to do now? What do you want to see more of now? Align to that. We see you. I see you. I feel you. I honor you. I truly could give two shits about what you are, where you are, what color you are, how tall you are. Any of that doesn't matter at all. And, um, you know, I just want to uh, feel your joy. I want to see you grow and see you flourish. I want to help you flourish as I help myself flourish by aligning to my new preference, which is everything that we're talking about here. And you teach through the clarity of your example. Live it. You know, live it, live it, live it, live it, live it. Practice, 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 practice. If someone comes to you and it triggers you, send them love because they gave you an opportunity to grow. We're doing it. You're doing it. And uh, like I said, I'm so proud of you guys. So send love to this massive wound that exists out there in the reflection of self in the collective. 
Let's bring love and unity to it, shall we? I do have a song to leave you guys with. This is um, a beautiful, beautiful song. It's called Oh Love by Ayla Nerio. Feels appropriate for today. I hope you resonate with the words and the vibration. Till next time, journey well. I love you all so, 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 so much. Also, if you're craving more consciousness-elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000-plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration, and if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. Tearing me apart from the inside out so I can see myself from the inside. How long tearing me apart from the inside out so I can see myself from the Say